Hallelujah, praise God, hallelujah. The Lord is good all the time. Hallelujah, praise God. Hallelujah, the Lord is good. I'm so delighted to come your way in a time like this. I want to appreciate God for giving me this great opportunity, this great privilege to come your way again today. May his name alone be praised forever and ever in the name of Jesus. Why not lift up your voice tonight and give him praise? Lift up your voices and give him all the glory, give him all the honor. Wherever you are listening to this podcast from, I want you to lift up your voice. Appreciate God, magnify him because there is no like our God. He's the one who have kept us for this long let's give him all the glory let's give him all the praise appreciate him for the life of your family appreciate him for your work appreciate him for your nation give him all the glory there is no like our god is a great and mighty god the bible call him the first and the last the alpha and the omega the beginning and the end the same yesterday today and forevermore Give him praise tonight. Give him praise. Give him praise. Give him praise. Adore him. Give to him the sacrifice of your lips. Appreciate him. Appreciate him. Adore him. Our God is a great God. Our God is incomparable with any other gods that is being erected by men. Give him all the praise. Give him all the glory. Adore him. Adore him. Adore him. Adore him. Thank him for what you have seen with your eyes that the lord have done for you and even the ones that you haven't seen with your eyes the seen and the unseen the physical and the spiritual the battles that is fighting for you that you are unaware of giving praise appreciate him adore him extol his name exalt his name there is no like him there is no like him how about father we are grateful thank you lord in jesus name we have given thanks Amen. Praise the Lord. Abba Father, I hand over this meeting tonight into your hands. I pray that you will open our hearts to receive your word. In the name of Jesus, your spirit will move amongst us and will give us understanding in the name of Jesus. Our hearts will be flooded with light, understanding will come, revelation will come, and wisdom will come. We will be imparted in no small way in the name of Jesus. Teach us. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. For as many of you listening to this podcast, I pray if there is any area of your life you are expecting the Lord to touch, I pray as this message is going on, the Lord will visit you in the name of Jesus. It will cause healing to come, restoration in the name of Jesus. It will cause prosperity to flow. It will cause wisdom. Understand the inside so that you will know what to do in the name of Jesus. You come out of frustration. You come out of any form of depression. You come out of every anxiety. Anything that is trying to take over your heart that is disturbing you or that have become an object of ridicule in your life. That will pave way as this message is going on tonight in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. The Lord is good. Uh, please let's not forget this podcast um, is being shared on Uncall FM on Spotify, Google Podcast, um, Amazon FM, um, Radio Public, and the rest of them. Please also do ensure to 
help us share these messages across um, the various social platform with family and friends right family and friends so that the message will continue to go around and go around in the name of jesus amen praise god hallelujah today i will be teaching on the message titled self-control hallelujah self-control that is my message tonight i'm going to be sharing with us the message of titled self-control hallelujah uh to some of us this is not um, a new terminology okay it's not a new word we have been hearing it um, from time immemorial is what that we have been hearing for donkey years what we have been hearing again and again and again and again but um very um, very uh, small amount of us know um what that word self-control is all about very uh, very small amount of uh, believers uh, i mean the people believe in christ who follow christ a very few number of them uh, know what we uh, uh, the bible refer to as self-control or what we do also call self-control day after day right praise god but i believe after this message you will have a proper understanding and you too will also make adjustments in the areas where you need to make adjustments right praise god hallelujah now i will start first of all by defining what is self-control all right self-control we are going to be looking at um uh, different passages of the bible and i'm going to be reading as usual from different translation so that we have a better understanding all right praise god hallelujah uh, what is self-control right what is self-control uh, the english uh, dictionary definition of self-control says the ability to control one's desires right the ability to control one's desires and impulses willpower i go through it again the ability to control one's desires and impulses willpower praise god so you, you will see from my definition three keywords there that you should take note of the first one is desires all right the second one is impulses all right the third one is will power desire desires all right not just desire but desires is this plural okay then you have impulses okay then will power now let's look at what 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 are desires all right what are desires what do we desire okay to desire mean to want to wish for earnestly okay desire mean to want to wish for earnestly then we can also uh, refer to that word desire to mean to put a request to someone all right or to entreat or to entreat to re to put a request or to entreat 
right that is the word uh, desire okay i just defined that word desires all right now the, the, the next word there that is on the line is impulses okay is impulses now what is uh, impulses a wish or urge uh, particularly a sudden one prompting action all right a, a wish or urge okay particularly a sudden one prompting action all right i'm going to uh, uh, throw more light on this um, definition as i continue in my discourse all right then um, the last one there is willpower okay willpower willpower can be defined as the unwavering strength of will to carry out one's wishes okay to carry out one wishes the unwavering strength of will to carry out one's wishes so what it therefore means is that um you are not uh, relenting you won't get tired until you get what you wish to get done right that is what we mean by that word the will power all right praise god hallelujah now uh, turn with me to uh, the, the book of first corinthians chapter 9 now we read from verse 25 first corinthians chapter 9 from verse 25 praise god i hope you are following me so follow me closely and the lord will give you understanding praise god understanding will be given to you hallelujah praise god are you there first corinthians i'm going to be reading first of all from um the living bible tlb the living bible first corinthians chapter 9 and i will start reading from verse um, 25 or if need be let us back um, let us back it with one verse let's start from verse 24 okay let's start from verse 24 are you there now first corinthians chapter 9 from verse 24 in a race everyone runs but only one person gets first prize so run your race to win verse 25 to win the contest you must deny yourselves many things that would keep you from doing your best an athlete goes through all this trouble just to win a blue ribbon or a silver cup but we do it for a heavenly reward that never disappears hallelujah praise god thought you're happy about that praise god verse 26 so i run straight to the goal with purpose in every step i fight to win i am not just uh, shadow bossing or playing around 27 the last verse he said like an athlete i punish my body treating it roughly 
okay treating it roughly there means that put it putting it on the control on the care on that guard right like an athlete i punish my body treating it roughly training it to do what it should all right not what it wants to okay now some of us who don't have self-control we are so loose we do what our body tells us to do not what we tell our body to do okay otherwise i fear that after enlisting others for the race i myself might be declared unfit and ordered to stand aside praise god so permit me to read that scene first corinthians chapter 9 from the niv translation okay niv translation let me read it from there too niv praise god hallelujah verse 24 let's start from verse 24 do you not know i'm reading from niv do you not know that in a race all the runners run but only one gets the prize run in such a way as to get the prize everyone who competes in the games goes into street training they do it to get a crown that will not last but we do it to get a crown that will last forever. Therefore, verse 26, I do not run like someone running aimlessly. I do not fight like a bosser beating the hair. 27, the last verse, no. I strike a blow to my body and make it my slave, so that after I have preached to others, I myself will not be disqualified for the prize. Hallelujah. So I decided to read from different translations so that... Um, we can have a better understanding and picture of what I'm going to explain tonight. Hallelujah. Praise God. You see, um, self-control is, uh, is a virtue that every believer must uh, uh, desire to cultivate by all means, right? Every believer must desire endlessly to cultivate the virtue of self-control. Now, self-control is the believer's responsibility and not the responsibility of the Holy Spirit. Not the responsibility of the Holy Spirit. You are not being filled with self-control. You are being filled with the Holy Spirit. Okay? is there to help you if you are ready to start helping yourself in the first place. Hallelujah. Now, I want to go back again to verse 24. It said, In a race, everyone runs. Now, the Apostle Paul was trying to use um, the, uh, the athletic exercise to compare what self-control is or how self-control should be practiced by a believer. Now, he said, in a race, everyone runs. And that was true. That was the truth. Everyone runs in a race, whether... Uh, 100 meter race, 200 meter race. Okay, everyone is running in their own track, all right. Uh, but only one person gets first prize, all right. Only one person get, gets what first prize. I'm reading from TLB. I return back to the Living Bible. 
in a race i'm going through it again now in a race everyone runs but only one person gets first prize do, do, do you get that now so in a race if if it's 10 persons that is on a 100 meter race or 200 meter race you can't have two first persons there all right if i thought you have two persons there will have to be uh, a date that have been set aside for the two first person to uh, to uh, to struggle it out until they finally get the best among the two of them but one thing is sure that the prize must be given to one of them not to the two of them but they are all running for one purpose what is the purpose to get the prize to get the prize that have been set before them okay to get the prize that have been set before them uh, so run your race to win okay so when these people are running the race they try to put aside everything that will weigh them down okay they put aside everything that will weigh them down so if, if you are conversant with those athletic uh, sport activity you find out that what they put on is very light okay it's very light and it's something that, uh, that i wouldn't call half naked uh, you understand for both the male and the female but why do they put on those light linen the reason why they put those light linen on is because of uh, uh the, the 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 race that they are into praise god because of the race that they are into so they don't want anything that will stand as a body or anything that will stand against them as an encumbrance so they put anything that will want to work pull them down anything that want to stop them from succeeding in their race so the apostle paul through the spirit is telling the church here telling the believers in christ jesus that you should also discipline yourself to that point whereby you are running though you are not running a physical marathon okay your mara your race is not the uh, physical marathon you are not running so that somebody will give you a silver uh, a silver prize or somebody will give you something that perish uh, uh, in this world all right but you are fighting for something that is eternal because if you lost self-control um uh you have lost everything praise god any believer that is not being um, uh, directed by self-control will be carried away by uh, these desires and impulses and other uh, uh, things that the bible is against all right praise god so even your desires your impulses and willpower must be put under self-control must be put under check must be put under control all right praise god hallelujah so just the way the uh, uh those guys that are running in in a race don't want anything to limit them the same way should a believer put on self-control so as to put aside anything that we want to work truncate or shortcut their work with god hallelujah now look at verse 25 he said to win 
the contest you must deny yourselves many things now do you know that uh, for example uh usain boats you know where the the, the 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 man who was once the um uh, uh, fastest runner or the, the the fastest runner on net they said is he said his name is usain boats the jamaican okay um the man who know how to run very well okay so he always emerged as the best runner do you understand so uh, there are many things that will send both uh, uh, on the go in order to keep his uh, feet in order to keep his body in good shape so that he will be able to maintain his position as the uh, the very best and the first uh, runner in any race he said to win the contest you must deny yourselves many things that would keep you from doing your best did, did you see that one of the one of the problems that beset us as believer is the problem of uh, lack of self-control that's one of the problem that beset us from time to time now look take a good look at this uh, scenario why will a man who is already married a married man still be having an affair outside his matrimonial home uh, look at it on the other way around why should a woman who is already married should also be having an affair with another man outside his matrimonial home and i will tell you the bottom line here is as a result of lack of self-control in the side of the man as well as in the side of the woman they both lack self-control now the devil tempts the believer with so many things there's so many things uh jesus christ said um he said in this world you will have tribulation okay in this world you will have tribulation he said but be cheerful because i've overcome the world john chapter 16 verse 33 be be, be be what be cheerful be joyful be glad that i've overcome war the world but you will have to go through trials and temptation praise god so now that we are in this body we must go through tests we must go through trials we are being tempted every day to sin all right praise god so that is why the bible is there to guide us on how we should daily live our lives so that our adversary the devil will not outsmart us and one of the way to walk one of the tools to use to work against his devices his schemes his designs is to work in self-control is to put on self-control all right he said be sober and vigilant to be sober means to be attentive to be serious to be vigilant means to be alert praise god so a man that is uh, uh, that, that that have self-control will be what active and will be what alert hallelujah praise hallelujah praise the lord hallelujah hope you are learning something from this teaching all right let's continue in verse 25 he said an athlete goes to all this trouble just to win a blue ribbon or a silver cup now very soon the, the work the world cup will start right they have been going through the qualification stages right uh, country having to meet countries right so that they can uh, 
look out for the best team qualified to go for the World Cup, right? Now, in order for them to be able to qualify for that World Cup, they must deny themselves for from many things many many things they have to deny themselves now why are they denying themselves all of these things he said they are doing it because they want to what obtain <laughs> i like this translation because they just uh, they, 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 because they just want to win a blue ribbon all right a blue ribbon or a silver cup so if an athlete can discipline him or herself to this extent just because of the things that are going to perish with this world so, so that you'll be able to get the things that will perish with this world they can put themselves under control like how much more a believer who have uh, the, the eternal to inherit hallelujah well, who do you think should be more serious i think the believer should Hallelujah. All right, I like to read that part again. He said, an athlete goes through all this trouble just to <laughs> win a blue ribbon or a prize, but we do it for a heavenly reward. Do you see that now? But we do it for a heavenly reward that never disappears. Do the one they are doing will disappear. <laughs> Hallelujah. And uh, what is going to make it to disappear? They belong to this world, so they will automatically fizzle out with time. The blue ribbon will fizzle out with time. It will fade out with time. The World Cup will fade out with time. Why? They all belong to this world. They have nothing to do with the heavenly. Hallelujah, praise God. They have nothing to do with the heavenly. So you and I who have an eternal reward, don't you think we should be much more serious? In putting no self-control uh, than uh, even the athletes that are going to run the 100 meter race or 200 meter race hallelujah now look at verse um 26 so i run straight to the goal with purpose in every step now while you are trying to run there will be an hindrance the 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 the, the accuser of the the brethren that is the devil wouldn't want you to achieve the goal will do all his possible best to make sure he hinder you from getting to your goal praise god it will do all he can just to make sure you are unable to achieve or attain the level the high that the lord has determined for you in life praise god but but the apostle said so i run straight to the goal with purpose in every step so if a mother have a, a purpose while he was married wouldn't be loose after marriage a woman the same is true for the woman okay praise god the, the, there will be no need for the man to commit adultery the same for the man if they had purpose in going into the marriage if they knew that god had purpose for marriage praise god so they will have to put themselves under control so if they know uh, if they are fully aware that the price they are contending for is not the price that come that that that, that, that perish with this war but are eternal 
they must have to put on what self-control hallelujah okay you see somebody who said he stole for one or two reasons why because the, 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 this lack of self-control he has given heed has given room he created an avenue for the devil to be able to walk in his or her life praise god now there are things that the devil make people do time after time why because he's always looking for those who are loose so if you are loose you become very easy for his manipulation so when you lack self-control you become his uh, uh you become his playground praise god you become his what you become his playground he says, so i run straight for the goal with purpose in every in every state is God. So if you know that the God have called you for a purpose and you were saved for a purpose, you will avoid fornication, you avoid malice, you avoid lying, you avoid all the works of the flesh. Hallelujah. Praise God. You will have to by what putting no self control. And uh, now let's continue in that same verse 26. He said, I fight to win. You, you see, the, 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 the battle of this world is what? <laughs> is in a continuous fight. The, the victory over the battles of life is in continual fighting. Is a continuous fighting. You must, you, you must continue to fight. You know, now you, if you look at... Um, um a second let's go there second timothy chapter four let me read out something to you just to show to you that self-control is one of those tools you use to what fights your fights are not physical fight your race are not physical race hallelujah uh, look at um uh first uh sorry second timothy chapter for, let me start reading from verse 6. I'm reading from the NIV. For I am already being poured out. 2 Timothy chapter 4 from verse 6. For I am already being poured out like a drink offering. And the time of my, my departure is near. Verse 7. I have fought the good fight. You see, there's fights fight involving this Christian work. Right? I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Do you see that? I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. You see here now, there is a race. There is a race that must be finished through what? Through faith. But you must have to be aware that there is what? A fight. I just have to I have to point out that uh, scripture to you. Now, why was this man fighting? Look at verse uh, look at um, verse 8. It said, Now there is now there is store for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, we award. You see, you see, there is an award at the end of the race. Okay, will award to me on that day. Okay, and not only to me, but also to all who have longed for his appearing. You see, why was I doing it? I was doing this uh, for me to what acquire the crown of righteousness. You see that? That crown of righteousness is not something that is mortal, it's an immortal. 
is not something that is earthly, something that is heavenly. Do, 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 would you want to uh, take your eyes away from these things and put your eyes on the things that the devil is showing you? I think that would be absolutely wrong. Okay, I think that would be completely wrong for you to uh, be fighting for the things that uh, that are in this world because you lack self-control. So all you need to do as a believer, put on self-control. Put on self-control. There are some people that say, there are some believers that tell you most times that I didn't know, I didn't know when I started lying. I didn't know how I fall into that fornication. You did so because you lack self-control. You lack self-control. Praise God. So if the spirit, the, the, the scripture said in Colossians chapter 3, it said, let the word of God dwell in you richly. So if the word of God was really dwelling in you richly, then you would have cultivated self-control and the devil would have manipulated you. He would not have that chance. Why? Because the scripture says in Proverbs chapter 4 verse 23, it says, guide your heart with all diligence. Why? Out of it springs the issue of life. So if you open that door to the devil, it makes use of faith. Hallelujah. It makes use of faith. So when a man and a woman lacks self-control, he or she is bound to face calamity. Praise God. Now look at verse 27. The last verse. Like an athlete, I punish my body. You see, uh, an athlete exercise activities. They are not easy. Alright. When you go to the gym, it's not um it is they are not playing there. Okay. When you go out for an exercise, you, you don't play in an exercise ground. You 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 just like a military ground, praise God. It's like a military ground. So when you go to the military uh, you go to the, 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 the military uh a parade ground, you, you don't go there so, so that you can show case your your suits you can so that you will showcase your dressing no you don't go there to showcase the the, the new car you just bought no it's called a training ground so how uh how, how do i punish my body i put my body through a rigorous i put my body to a rigorous uh, uh training praise god so that my body will be answerable to me, not me answerable to my body. That's where many persons are missing it. He said, like an athlete, I punish my body. Why? Because as an athlete, there are certain food you can't eat. There are certain drinks you can't take. Why? They won't help you to be effective in your quest to win that prize in the race that you are involved in. The same thing, uh, you see, at times, uh, many of us are open to all manner of infection and diseases today because of certain things we allow to enter into our our stomach. Why? Because if we see this, we buy. We see that, we buy. We keep buying all manner of things. Okay. We keep uh, uh, playing all manner of um, uh, uh, meaningless play all around. Before you know, we are faced with one problem. Or the other why because we couldn't put our body under self-control but the apostle said like an athlete i punish my body treating it roughly now treating it that was i treating it roughly 
I was treating it roughly because there is no exercise, praise God. There is no exercise that is sweet. There is no exercise that is hair conditioning, praise God. There is no exercise that is a pleasure. It is a rigorous and a thorough exercise. Yeah, you see at times the lot of sweat come out from their body those who are running the race you see you see the amount of sweat that is dropping from the top of their head to the sole of their face you see why because of the strain that they have been through the same strain is in christianity many are yet to realize it praise god you can't be a disciple of jesus christ and um, you think uh, everything is uh, you you are coming to come and play no he said moreover it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful that one be found faithful faithfulness <laughs> praise god faithfulness is a work w-o-r-o-k is what is a work faithfulness is a duty is a responsibility is an assignment and there are a lot of things that will support your faithfulness. And one of those things is um, self-control. Alright? Self-control. Let's continue. Praise God. Hallelujah. Training needs. Um, so, I punish my body. I treat it roughly by means of what? Training it to do what it should. Are you getting me? So, if, if I am... Um, suffering from obesity or somebody that is suffering from obesity there is need for exercise there is need to trim down some certain food or even have eliminate or avoid them fully without having to eat those food again why? because of what you want to achieve so you go through all these processes why? because you want to have control over your body not your body having control over you so it's quite unfortunate today we have many uh, persons professing to be for professing to be followers of Jesus Christ, but on the contrary, they are doing something else far from what the scripture said we should do as believers. May the Lord help us, praise God. Not what it wants to. You see that so there are some of us, is what our body tells us to do. That's what we do because there is no control there in us. Otherwise, I fear that after enlisting others for the race, for the race, I myself might be, uh, uh, I myself might be declared unfit and ordered to stay aside, and ordered to stay aside. Now let me read that verse twenty-seven from NIV. Okay, praise God. I believe the Lord is um is talking to you and things are going on down within your heart there are corrections there are some amendments that um you think will be necessary after this time that you should start making and uh, it will be of great help to you if you do when you start doing it today he said no verse 27 First uh, Corinthians chapter nine, verse twenty-seven. I'm reading from NIV. He said, "No, I strike a blow to my body and make it my slave, so that 
after I have preached to others, I myself will not be disqualified for the prize. I myself will not be disqualified for the prize. Then the TLB says, I myself might not, I myself might be declared unfit and order to stand aside. So what will determine uh, 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 your success at the end is what you are doing right now and how you are doing it. So do you want to prepare other people for uh, for heaven, for the crown of righteousness, why you have been left out? Is that the kind of coach you want to be? <laughs> oh, Father, help us. There are many ministers who are so loose, but they are teaching others the way of the law. But they themselves lack self-control. They teach other people self-control, but they themselves don't have self-control over themselves. You see, this is what the apostle was trying to explain. A shepherd <laughs> who is teaching his flocks, all right, teaching his flocks, but is doing something ex different from what he's teaching. You see now, he will end up enlisting others, and while him himself will be set aside. May that not be our portion in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Now, at, um, remember we are looking at self-control. Let's look at uh, 2 Timothy. There's something I want to show to you there. 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 7. 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 7. I'm reading from the NIV. 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 7. It said, For the Spirit God gave us does not make us timid. To be, to, to be timid means to be afraid or to fear. Praise God. To be afraid or to what? To fear. Hallelujah. Praise God. To be afraid or to fear. I like, I like this uh, translation there. I like, I like the rendering. Right, I'm reading from NIV. He said, For the spirit God gave us does not make us timid. So, the Holy Spirit does not bring fear at all to the believers, but gives us power. You see, you have power with uh, the Holy Spirit, but gives us power, love, and self discipline. And self discipline, the, the New King James Version will say, Um. Uh, and uh, sound mind, praise God. But but this scripture, this uh, rendering, NIV says self-discipline. You also have it in Galatians chapter five, verse twenty-three. Okay, the last fruit of the spirit there is self-control or discipline. Uh, the the word the uh, the King James translator sound mind. Of course, it's only those who really have sound mind. Okay, is those who really have sound mind that really have self control. If you lack self control, it's because you don't have sound mind. What is sound mind? Sound mind is the ability to put yourself under the laws of God, under the condition that the Lord asks that you should stay under. That is what the sound mind is. And knowing that if I do this, my Lord, my God will not be happy about it. That is what you need to have a sound mind. So if you are doing the opposite, it shows that you don't have sound mind. Hallelujah. And that's what it means. That's what it means. That's what it means. Hallelujah. Now look at Galatians now. 
let's look at Galatians chapter 5 okay if you discipline yourself then the Holy Spirit will help you out here by allowing these fruits to find expression in you so uh, you can see that uh, self-control or self-discipline uh, is, is a fruit of the Spirit okay the fruit of the spirit, fruit of the spirit, fruit of the spirit. Sorry, uh, Galatians chapter 5. Now let's start uh, reading from verse 22 so that we uh, have a better reading. Okay, Galatians chapter 5. Okay, this is Ephesians. Sorry, Ephesians. So Galatians, I'm there now. Okay, Galatians chapter five. Now look at verse twenty-two to twenty-three. He said, "But the fruit of the spirit is love, a joy, peace, forbearance." Okay, that uh, forbearance there can be referred to as patience, right? Kindness, goodness. Um, faithfulness right now verse 23 gentleness which can also be referred to as uh, meek being meek and self-control you see the last word there self-control self-control you see one of the reasons why the children of Israelite kept falling again and again and again was as a result of lack of self-control now, when you lack self-control, you cannot really be effectively used by God. That is the truth. That is the truth. When the Apostle Paul was telling um, uh, uh, Timothy to enlist some, some bishop in the church of Ephesus, he was giving um, the condition. He said he shouldn't be a novice, okay? So you you can be a novice while still a believer for many years. You have been a believer. You can be a believer for so many years, but you are still a novice. Why? Because you do not know how to what control yourself. So self-control is very very vital to the Christian faith. So every one of us must um, um, do all we can to acquire self-control as the Lord is helping us. Now, there's something again I want to show to you. How do you um, develop uh, self-control? The, 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 the primary way of develop, developing self-control is to acquire knowledge. Is to what? Acquire knowledge. He said, my people perish because they lack knowledge. Many persons, they, they are suffering what they are suffering today as a result of the uh, lack of of um, information right because they are being disinformed so they take the wrong cancer around with it and is affecting them greatly today the same is also true in our work with god so if you don't have the knowledge of the bible you will be easily swayed by the devil praise god you will be swayed by the devil to start believing a lie. Why? Because that is um, his duty. All right? 
That's a devil's duty. Now turn with me to Second Peter's chapter one. Second Peter's chapter one. Second Peter's chapter one. I'll start my reading from um from verse four. Second Peter chapter one from verse four. It said, "Through these." He has given us his great sorry through these. I'm reading from NIV. Through these, first Peter, second Peter chapter one from verse four. Through these, he has given ox his very great and precious promises, so that through them you may participate in the divine nature. You see that through these he has given us his very great and precious promises, so that through them you may participate in the divine nature, having escaped the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. You see that evil desires. Remember, that was my definition. When I started self-control, desire, impulses, and uh, willpower. Most persons don't have control over these three things. They are desires. is everything, everything that their heart crave for. That's what uh, they want to get. Just like Solomon he said, there was nothing that my eyes saw that my uh, my heart refrained from so so he always wanted to get everything so when he had tested it all he said vanity or vanities praise god so verse 5 for this very reason okay for this very reason make every effort so there is i told you his work faith in, involve faithfulness involve works he said for this very reason Make every effort to add to your faith. So faith will not stand alone. Goodness. So to strengthen this, to, to strengthen your faith, there must be what? Goodness. And to goodness, knowledge. Knowledge will sustain your ability to what? Give. We, we sustain your ability to what? do good and what making good works hallelujah and uh, praise god he said unto goodness knowledge okay and to knowledge self-control you see if you don't have knowledge what you don't know you are going to suffer from it and to self-control perseverance and to perseverance, godliness. The part I want to show you is just and toward knowledge, self-control. So there is a saying that what you don't know uh, won't um, have any effect on you, can't kill you. But many times, what people didn't know about destroy them, end up taking their lives. That's the truth. It ends up what taking their life. Look at uh, Uzzah uh, when they were uh, trying to bring back the Ark of the Covenant. It was not among the Levites. It was um, it was not among the, the the tribe of the Levites who were consecrated to carry the Ark of the Covenant. So when he was trying to support the Ark, when the Ark uh, was about to, uh, to 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 fall down, what happened to him? He said the Lord struck him, so he died. So uh, praise God. So trying to give an excuse 
to say what I don't know won't kill me, what man doesn't know can kill me, is a lie. At times it does kill. You understand? So you that is moving around, jumping from one empty relationship to another relationship, why not maintain one relationship? Because you lack self-control. I believe that is the primary problem you have. So you can cultivate it today by looking into the word of God which is the knowledge for life which is the manual for life so when you go for knowledge you will know what you should know and what you should be doing and what you shouldn't be doing because many of us we grieve the heart of our lord every day by what we do by the manner of life we live the character the, the 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 kind of waywardness we exhibit every day of our lives you see there is a lot of divorce there why do we have a manner of divorce today even in the church you know we we, we are seeing the the world die, uh, uh, lost their marriage their marital affair the same is also happening in the church today there is a lot of divorce cases that is being fired every day you know, from the church to the public domain, you see, these things are, they are disheartening, you know, to the Lord. They are disheartening to the body of Christ. Why? Because there's lack of self-control. It's a lack, just like I said earlier, why should a man keep an extramarital affair outside his home? Why should a woman do the same thing? Why should a young believer, a Christian, a vibrant Christian who is supposed to be serving the Lord, uh, doing with one empty relationship, jumping from one empty relationship to another empty relationship, fornicating here and there, stealing here and there, lying here and there, allowing the devil to manipulate his life, prostituting here and there, deceiving is or herself running after the things of this world craving the desire to acquire money in, in by all means by all means by all means it is wrong it is wrong praise god comparison imitation all manner of indecency today in the church why because people lack self-control people have self-control in no small way they love self-control they love self-control People love self-control. Praise God. So you that is listening to me, you should be different. Why? Because now you have information. The information I will pass across to you. You shouldn't do otherwise. You should be able to correct others. That is the problem. One of the problems we are having today in our nation. There is lack of self-control from the pop, the, the masses who are now sitting in the uh, in the seat of the God. The 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 the. the government you see why because charity begins at home praise god so you can't pretend to be something somewhere and be something uh, somewhere else it doesn't work like that it doesn't work like that jesus christ said until you take your cross and follow me you have no you have no part in me praise god so you have to take up that cross self-control is a cross so take it the earlier you start the better for you because it's going to help you uh, uh in so many areas control your desire control your willpower control your impulses 
You see some person say that I can't control myself and you are a believer, look at what you are saying. And you have the Holy Spirit, you can't control yourself. You can't control yourself. You can control yourself if you want to control yourself. Why? Because the power has been given to you. Hallelujah. The power has been given to you. The ability has been given to you. I've shown to you in First Timothy chapter in Second Timothy chapter one verse seven. I've also shown it to you in the book of Second uh, Peter from verse uh, uh, four to verse five. If you have divine nature in you, you shouldn't be doing all these things you are doing. But because you have rejected it, praise God. So I pray that the Lord God Almighty will teach us and open our hearts. And give us more insight on that which we need to do so that on the last day we will not be rejected from or be cast out from among those who are sanctified in the name of Jesus. Our Father, we thank you, we give you praise, we exalt you, Lord. We thank you, Abba Father, because there is no like you. One thing we desire in us that you do for us tonight is that you will teach our heart to maintain a balance called self-control in our desire in all our impulses all our drive all our stimuli help us in our willpower in the name of jesus self-control teach us how to uh, uh, ascribe this to ourselves every day so that we won't be controlled by ourselves we won't be controlled by our bodies but we will be controlled by the Spirit in the name of Jesus. Praise God. Because your word says, if we are led by the Spirit, we won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. Thank you, our Father. Be praised and glorified forevermore. I pray that everyone that will receive this, uh, this message will have a second thought and turn a new leaf in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Till I come your way again, my dear listener, the Lord bless and keep you and cause his countenance to shine upon you and bless you from his sanctuary. God bless you in Jesus' name. Amen.